Good morning. Welcome to Good Vibes with Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast. This is a variety episode 17. Um, so let's get the morning started out with. It's a little cold out this morning. It's currently 40 degrees outside in Stockton, California. Early morning, the sun's rising, and we are going to get the show started. Today, we're going to be talking about laws of attraction, different positive readings. We're going to take a little bit of a different direction from what I do here on the show. So we're going to more focus on the good things than the bad things, but we're going to use a, a few careful um couple of readings from uh, a few different books that I follow. They are great, phenomenal writings, and um, you can feel free to check these these books out. They, most of them are available on audio, and they are available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever you can buy books. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. And we're back, and here we are to start the show off. So here we got to go. Um, it was requested to me, uh, um, and not just requested, suggested to me, I should say, um, to talk about a little bit about the laws of attraction. I got to thank Sheena Diane for talking about it first and kind of talking about it on her own podcast. So if you have time, stop by Sheena Diane. Um, she has two stations. She has, uh, what is it, Wham Radio um, or mommy entrepreneurs, uh, definitely a good person to listen to. She is an audio blogger, blogger, um, businesswoman. She, um, is a self-starter motivated. She's married to a great podcaster named Johnny, uh, Gator Johnny, who has his own podcast. Uh, I have also highly suggest visiting his station. Um, they're both on many different platforms uh, i believe they're on facebook instagram and tiktok so if you like those platforms please feel free to drop by their stations and so forth so we're gonna get down to the the purpose of laws of attraction laws of attraction basically sums up to what you put in is what you what you'll get out what you um you know what you give is what you'll receive in a summed up way but there's more to it than just that. It's not just the eye for an eye or, or do unto others what you'd have them do unto you. But it is a lifestyle. It involves stoicism, philosophy, theology, and so on. This um, laws of attraction does not counteract any religion by any means. It does not favor any religion or any religious writings. It just involves their different characters and where these religions probably may have gotten a lot of their teachings, motivations, uh, philosophies, theologies, and so on. So here we go with the rest of the part of the show. So we're going to talk about a few different books. Um, there are a few that I always refer to. Um, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. We have uh, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. We also have The Mastery of Love, The Book of Wisdom, and we have The Voice of Knowledge with Janet Mills. So, um, and then we also have Marcus Aurelius meditations and the obstacle is the way. So, um, to just, let's just do a couple of the positive readings that we can, um, refer to, um, you know, a lot of times in, in life, we, we have great big dreams, um, when we're so young and sometimes they're shot down by others our self-doubts or the difficulty within uh, trying to achieve the obstacle but whatever means 
it is one of those things where you know discourage discouragement can come in a little way or a big way and have huge impacts for the rest of your life but we're not going to say that those are always permanent it's just the way that you apply your personal wisdom so uh from the alchemist by pablo coelho um the first book that i'll be talking about this is a wonderful story um a lot of self-actualization um it gives some theoretical and philosophical advice through the story it's about a young boy named santiago who has a dream to go to the pyramids in egypt and along this journey he's seeking his own personal legend which is his own personal legacy of what he is to achieve in life and along the journey he meets quite a few different characters from a gypsy to a king to bandits in a desert and so on and so forth but he has quite a journey and it's a well-written um, book i highly suggest it pablo coelho is a very introspective writer um, he is also a great big inspiration for me to do the camino de santiago um, i first came across this personal journey that i'm going to be doing in 2020 probably in the months of april and may and because of this journey that he took so many years ago he was inspired to write this wonderful book um it's talked about by oprah um it's talked about by so many different platforms so many different stars so such as tyrese for a, a good example you know an r&b artist who uh, highly um and admires pablo coelho so let's get to the reading so um on page 26 of the book it says uh people learn early in their lives what is their reason for being said the old man with a certain bitterness also at the same time maybe that's why they give up on it so early too but that's why it, that's the way it is and then um another part of on page 27 um in the same i guess you could say same two paragraphs is um and the old woman the old man locked in disappointment if you start out by promising what you don't even have yet you'll lose your desire to work toward getting it now how many times have you ever promised something that uh maybe to your kids maybe to your family maybe to your friends maybe to associates but things got in the way where you just cannot produce i think that is you know that steps on the footsteps of debt if you are in a debtful situation or debtful living style um that is pretty much a good strong piece of advice don't promise what you don't already have don't seek to borrow too much more than beyond your means so anyhow and the first quote um when he said maybe that's why they give up on it so early too that's the way it is people learn early in their lives but what is the reason for being so so many people are trying to find themselves and they have these great big dreams you know in the beginning and then slowly over time either by poor decision making or not learning how to self-love we learn about denial of ourselves because of other influential matters or instances um I can relate to that because it took me a long time to finish college and um, to go to law school and so forth. Um, I'm 46 years old and it took me quite a while to achieve those goals. 
um, I let life and my own personal example get in the way, but I had kids along the way, I served in the military, and those were some of the formidable decisions to, for me to reach some of the maturity that I have today. So I really think that is a good piece of advice that I like out of that book. If you have time, like I said, check the book out. There is a great audio version on Apple iTunes uh, narrated by Jeremy Irons. He puts on a great performance and it's for all the whole family to listen to a good story. So turn off your electronic impulses or if you want to play your iPhone or iPad and just listen as a family, maybe in quiet time, maybe or even to read to your children at night, reading them a bedtime story. I think that's a lost art. Maybe that could also add to um you know some of the bonding and building of imagination so uh, that's one of the quotes um next is the four agreements um i'm gonna have to read a little bit of an excerpt um on the inside page the four agreements is based on four principles Uh, they're not rules but they are principles to live by um they are be impeccable with your word don't take anything personal don't make assumptions and always do your best. This is by Don Miguel Ruiz, um, a Toltec Wisdom um, book. It is a wonderfully small book. This does not take long. It's about 140 pages long. Um, He has been very influential in this more big, this more is distinguished about the the laws of attraction or laws of love as they may call it. And, yeah, so and so going on with the, the principles, uh, don't take anything personally, don't make assumptions, and always do your best. Um, so here's my rule of reading of, from this book. Um, I have quite a few highlighted, you know, things in this book, and um, I'm just going to have to read a little bit that I would have, have to say that is really... Um, impactful okay so here's a good one here's a good paragraph on page nine it says the belief system is like a book of law that rules our mind without question whatever that book of law is our truth we base all of our judgments according to the book of law and even if the judgments go against our own inner nature even moral laws like the ten commandments are programmed into our mind in the process of uh, domestication one by one all these agreements go into the book of law and these agreements rule our dream i think that's a very impactful statement um do you ever know uh how i can say that is um do you ever notice that sometimes religion makes too much of a interference in the natural way that you live it sometimes can object and people might argue with me or against me that it can disrupt your morality code as it so speaks about so definitely um yeah something to pay attention to um sometimes religion can steer you away from your true connection to god your true connection to your creator so be careful be mindful of somebody else's philosophy as i like to say don't get caught up in just one man's philosophy remember if you are a christian catholic or believer in the bible I would highly suggest seek the love of God, seek the love of Christ, be on all measure, 
that does not mean that you need to be focused on rule or law of God because when you are focused in the law of God, you can be distracted. The love of God can project you, propel you into a higher platform or the creator as some may call it. It doesn't matter what you believe in, it is the same principle. So um, it's beyond the sense of martyrdom and that is the true message of Christ, I believe, is that it's to love all, give, give your best. And don't concern yourself so much about the exact rules, um, you know, but that doesn't mean that the thing life doesn't have consequences. Yes, you do need to file, follow by a some side of standard or moral code, but it's that moral code is in debate for interpretation. So um, the four agreements, definitely check that out. Um, I would highly suggest. And let's see what else do we have we have ryan holiday um who is a great writer actually i really don't want to get into him at this point i want to talk about him on another personal episode um marcus aurelius's meditations you know um there are so many different quotes by this man and you know i and I can't even go into it. Let me let me retract that saying. Um, I will also talk about that on another episode where I have it more formalized. How do? But I will refer to how to win friends and influence others. Um, by Dale Carnegie. So here's one other. If you want hit chapter one and very top and bold. If you want to gather honey, don't kick over the beehive. I like that quote. That means if you want success, don't constantly kick yourself in the ass to achieve it. So, um, you know, I, I, I think that so many of us, we don't realize how we do that ourselves and we sabotage ourselves. Um, and I, I strongly believe that, you know, that we get in our own way you know we make up circumstances we make alternative narrations we make up alternative conclusions instead of what the real conclusion is and it's like if we're trying to make a conclusion work in our own selfish manner then we are going against the natural law of life or the laws of attraction but just remember as you speak it it will be as you believe it it will be good or bad so that's part of the message of this morning um there are other influential books like i've said um if you are into the business side of mind of life or just even personal development um i have this last book to recommend think and grow rich the landmark best-selling now revised and updated for the 21st century by napoleon hill napoleon hill is like the godfather of self-development and health you know um one of the there's I, I actually I should just really say something really really quickly about him um, he gives like some instructions like how to kind of steer your way into more of a successful organized view so um, you know and let me just read a couple things that he said that I've really summary of instructions on page 74 um, the instructions are given are connecting with the six steps in chapter two will now summarize the blended with the principles covered by this chapter 
Go into some quiet space, preferably in bed at night, where you will not be disturbed or interrupted. Close your eyes and repeat out loud so you hear your own words, the written statement of the amount of money you intend to accumulate in time or success that you wish to have. You know, um, as you carry out these instructions, see yourself already possessing the the substance or position and go forward with it um so practice what you preach in your mind and therefore act upon it um i'm cutting the quotations in short but i'm making my own references um number two repeat this program at night morning until you can see yourself in imagination in the position and money that you wish to acquire Number three, place a written copy of your statement where you can see it at night, morning, and read it just before retiring and upon rising until you've memorized. So this is kind of like, okay, this, I like this practice because if you are thinking out loud, you sometimes can solve your own issues, solve your own problems, and so on and so forth. This practice is a boils down to habit making we know that the experts are the best people who have achieved the greatest things in life in sports business and so on or philanthropy if you therefore um these people have achieved the pinnacle of life because of the practice they have done um there's that saying practice makes perfect i say practice makes a better performer in my opinion so we definitely can learn something from that and um, I just want to say that when you realize that how much pra- if you put okay here's a good example if you put so much practice and say like being a guitar player and you put in hours and hours and hours at first you're gonna sound like crap first you're gonna you're just not gonna sound great but over a while you start hearing tone, you start feeling, you feel a connection with your instrument. You start feeling the the molding, the melding of between the instrument and the person and then the music. So the music, the vibration is just the, let's say the megaphone to what's to come out in your own body, in yourself. And it comes about vibration. So the more you practice eventually the better you get but that also goes into say like if you're a masochist say like you constantly put yourself down you constantly judge yourself to other standards or whatever you definitely can um suffer from this condition and a lot of people do um people will say to me self i've always been this way or i've always been broke i've always been poor i come from a poor community it's just in my makeup that's who i am you're trying to make me something into i'm not um these are mental practices that you may or may not realize that actually get in your way so they are the laws of attraction at work what you say is what you will do what you will receive so if you want to change what is happening change the narrative change what you speak change what you see and my suggestion of the day to start off without the negative impulses or thoughts, go look in the mirror and tell yourself how wonderful and how you beautiful you are. That is a suggestion from Louise Hay. She is a great motivational speaker, um, speaker, healer, metaphysician. Um, she has passed away quite a few years ago, but you can refer to her writings in her books 
or you can also go check her out on YouTube and listen to some of her um, inspirational talks and even meditation so you have time and that is pretty much what we got for this episode i do have a word from our sponsors yes i'm doing some sponsorship in my episodes so i highly recommend you know if you are listening to pocket cast or have not checked out pocket cast is a great way to discover a lot of new podcasts um if you're a podcaster if you are listening to pocket cast and you just Sometimes I will play music on my station. Go check out Anchor.fm. If you are checking out Anchor.fm, you will have access to be able to make comments, send in suggestions, or even give an applaud to what you may or may not like. Um, It's a great place to connect with people, podcasters, and even if you don't want to be a podcaster, it's also a great avenue to check out your your podcast. I've I've made some great friends, a group of people, and I'm always up for new material. If you have podcasts to suggest and you are already starting to be a creator, feel free to drop in, leave me a message, and tell me about your station, and I will more than likely drop by, give you a listen. And I appreciate all those who sponsor me, um, you know, or even if you are going to donate to me um, through the Anchor system. Um, Monetization has begun lightly for me. I don't quietly know how it works, but we're going to work on that. So I will be making a website with my station with the possibilities. We are going to get more organized for the 2019 year, and we are looking to make greater content instead of just rambling so anyhow you all have a great rest of your day i hope that it's productive i hope that maybe you learn something and we're gonna go from here so have a great day you all thanks a lot hey everybody how you all doing welcome back to good vibes jcp of broad minds and more podcast this is just to kind of recap of what was already listened to. I got a lot of listens. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for first-time listeners, repeat listeners, um, my fellow podcasters on the Anchor platform. I am truly, eternally grateful. So I got some suggestions um, from a couple of my, uh, let's just say, uh, personal friends here on Anchor. Um, that I, you know, it sounded like my, my podcast was a little scattered, but at the same time, it, it was enjoyable. Now, um, the laws of attraction is a huge, huge thing, and um, I just did, I wanted to kind of give you like a survey, kind of like just little snippets of, of how it works, why the way it works, and so forth. So we're, uh, you know, trying to make a better situation, a great situation. And, um, you know, adhering that no matter what happens, um, that when things happen for the reason, how we can learn, how we can gain, and sometimes when we must lose, um, you know, through the whole circumstance of it all. So that's, that's kind of a big deal, um, I must say. Um, losing is never someone's forte. We don't want to lose. But um, I want to say this because I feel like it's a perspective that isn't really talked about. And sometimes, um, you know, no matter how old you are, the education you receive, the career achievements that you get, sometimes it's all taken away for a grander purpose. And, 
your grander purpose could be the benefit for you or the benefit for those around you. So, and that's really something that I feel that sometimes has to happen. So, you know, with the goods of the laws of attraction, there is the bad. Um, I had a caller who asked me, it's not just a secret. Well, the book, The Secret, right, Rhonda Byrne, it is, it's not really a secret, so to speak. It is actually open for anyone who wants to learn about it and use it or possibly interpret it for the better of their life. And what I think, I think the reason why the author chose the word or the title, The Secret, was to keep it short, for one, um, to attention get. So it's like, okay, well, if you tell, if you even say the word secret, even if I hear it, it's like the radar goes up, the ears are listening, you know, so on and so forth. So we have to understand that the purpose of the word, the secret, is to gain our attention. It was designed that way. It's not saying that we have Almighty figured out um, or that we have something that we're trying to keep from people, but not all people are meant to, um, I guess, it, I use it. And, and it kind of sounds kind of selfish in a way, but it's like uh, something I've said on the station before, and I've said it time and time again. The student must seek the teacher, not the teacher seeks the student. Now, that's an interesting perspective because, um, you know, we're taught from early on as young children go to school. You know, uh, going to whatever lengths to... um, to understand life, our parents are teachers, our uncles, our aunts, our, our grandmothers, our friends are teachers, you know, but this, at a certain age, you start deciding really for yourself, and that's why they say, um, you know, up until seven years old, a child is truly impressionable, and then after that, uh, seven years old, they start to problem solve critically the beginnings of critical thinking, self-awareness, and present tense awareness, so uh, it, it's a big deal. But anyway, getting back to the main topic, um, so I don't have all the answers. I'm not perfect. I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm just trying to give people tools that I've been given. Um, I mostly use the laws of attraction, not just for my benefit, for, but to be useful. Um, my, I feel my grand design is to be of service. Not to be a servant, but to be of service. And that means, basically, I'm nobody's slave, but I'm to serve a grand purpose of kindness, caring, intellectual, you know, and so on. And help others along the way as I go through my journey. We, in this world, it's being really dictated that, you know, you should be selfish. You should, you should only seek your own wisdom. Don't worry about others. Don't concern yourself and others' 
you know, plateaus and so on and so forth. So it's kind of a sticky area, I would have to say. And, um, you know, I, I don't know what to really think of that. But to say that we are all God's grand creation. He gave us free will. He does have some influence. Essentially, we do belong to him, but we serve, in, in a good or bad, we serve a purpose in the world. So, something to be aware of. And the laws of attraction were left behind so that we understood a higher self, a higher version of ourselves, and to be ministers of alchemy, which is a huge topic, and I will talk about that another day. So, and this is not counter-religious. This is not against Christianity, but this is not against Buddhism. This is not against any... It's not trying to persuade people to behave in a manner that we may not get. This is not why I'm speaking about this. It's very... It's not for, I'd have to say, and excuse me if it's prejudicial, but the small-minded person. And what I mean the small-minded person, the person who is only caught up in talking about the gossip and the pains and the miseries of life and only has a short-sightedness without future or well-awareness of being. So that, to me, is a small-minded person. Um, it's not to insult anybody. It's not to be making fun of anyone because we can evolve. Even the small-minded person can evolve to a grander version of themselves. Just there's times that this stuff is just not meant for um, the person who may argue against it. Um, one of the things that I've learned is that you do have to believe in something, anything. You can believe in yourself. You can believe in Buddha. You can believe in Allah. You can believe in Krishna. You can believe in so many different things, but it doesn't matter what you believe. You can believe in nature, mother. You can believe in father. You can believe in... And people will tell you how to believe, but I'll set it straight and leave it best like this. A belief is a formation of thought followed by action and persuasion and intention. And why people have turned against faith and belief so much is because there's so many different theological and philosophical views of a higher power. And what it does is it tries to control people in a means that goes nowhere truly goes nowhere and you know one of the common things that I've learned in sociology and theology and philosophy actually I have a degree, a degree in philosophy um, is that religions tend to focus on a martyrdom being and they cloud themselves in critical thinking like if I die for you, I've served your greater purpose. But I believe that it's something more than that because, you know, we are living energy and 
when we die, our energy transfers into another place, maybe a dimension, maybe to a grand collective, whatever. Um, I believe that man is like a big giant, you know, when we pass, we're like a big giant energy ball and we join a great being, a great creator who is beyond reason and doubt and understanding. But like I said, he gives us free will because at any moment you can change your mind about any certain thing, any particular matter. And we don't understand if it's some, some people would say God's will or God's command, but in the long run, we are of service, you know, and we are really designed in this world to help one another out, to, you know, persevere through whatever obstacles in how we live on earth, and, and, and don't get caught up in, in misuse. I think that's probably the best way I could explain it all. So anyhow, that's, yeah, I kind of went deep off the deep end and kind of went into a long tangent, but that's my explanation. Um, I wanted to clarify something, so if you hear the book called The Secret, it's not just a, it's not really a secret, it's something more than that, and it's just a temporal label. So you all have a great one and I will talk to you later. Thank you.